I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Battles. I'm your host, Marlon Anderson. This is a podcast all about journeys and overcoming adversity. I truly believe that every battle we face makes us stronger. And I want to hear from other people who believe that too. In this series, I'll speak to everyone from actors and entertainers to motivational speakers, life coaches and beyond. From those in the limelight to those of extraordinary stories that haven't been heard, all journeys are important. We'll hear about battles they have overcome and battles they are still fighting, learning how we get through them and asking how they can make us who we are today. We'll also be finding out our guests' battle cry, their mantra to get them through the dark days. Battles is a podcast for everyone because everyone has battles to face. I hope you find lots of help and advice in these episodes and feel strong knowing that you can get through it too. Today's episode is a chat with Lauren Humphreys. Lauren is an experienced life coach and spiritual guide. Taking her intuition from a higher perception, she communicates with the client's subconscious and higher self to provide clear insight into their journey. Before we start, I do want to let you know that this episode contains references throughout to child loss, sexual assault and abuse and suicide. If you've been affected by these issues in the past, then please listen on with caution or skip this episode and listen to one of the other episodes. I've put links to places where you can get support in the episode description, so please reach out if you've been affected. A massive thank you to Lauren for giving up her time to chat with me. I hope you enjoy her positivity and powerful message. Hey, everybody. Joining me today, I have Lauren Humphreys. I'm so excited to be speaking to Lauren because not only has she got me through some of my darkest times, she's also my spiritual healer. And for those that follow me on social media and follow my life, know that I'm a very spiritual person and that has saved me from my darkest days also. So, hey, Lauren. Hi, Marlin. Hello, darling. How have you been? I'm really good, sweetheart. How have you been? I've been very, very well. I mean, I know you're in LA, so this is like, I'm a little bit jealous because (laughs) shit's here. It's raining. It's cold outside. Yeah, I don't want to rub it in, but it's, uh, yeah, it's very nice. (laughs) I'm blessed. What have you been up to recently? You know, just is a good question. I think the world's in a very interesting place right now, isn't it? So just I've been working with my clients, but also just really focusing on a lot of mind, body, soul happiness, just making, I've been doing a lot of yoga, you know, that I'm a, a plant-based eater. I've just been really trying to get my happiness um, as consistent as possible. So to kind of face this mad world right now. I know, tell me about it. So for those that don't know what a spiritual healer is, Lauren, please do explain and enlighten everybody. Yeah, of course. So as you know, Marlin, we all 
people a spiritual healer can can mean really a whole wide range of things but we're all in essence we are all humans but inside our body we have a soul and that soul carries a really high frequency and energy and sometimes our soul can get a little bit blocked by emotion and suffering and pain and journeys and what a spiritual healer does it we come along and we we tap into your soul we get really deep into your psyche you know we go a bit deeper than a therapist and we connect yep. with your soul and we connect with your higher conscious as you would know Marlin you I and I it. have some amazing sessions together don't we I know how we often like, do I speak to you isn't it like five times it's a week? amazing we have like a meeting of the mind you know and when you can spiritually heal when you have really unconditional love you know when you step into pure no judgment and yep. you connect to a client's higher conscience and you tap into their soul and we just go into like deeper wounds maybe something in the child you know in your childhood maybe memories that have got blocked or lost and we just unplug them and we unblock them and you know we work together and we hopefully build up a good beautiful relationship and just really work on that journey of healing and really finding a peace a peaceful place spiritual healing is about finding peace really a hundred percent and as you know because I speak to you so freaking often (laughs) um I became very woke when my mum had passed away and I didn't understand what was happening to me and we call it a spiritual awakening don't we in those kind of terms and the more I kind of entered that realm I then met you through a friend and then I went out to LA to visit my brother and we met up in person and now we're always on the phone and every time I have a question or a query or I'm struggling (laughs) with something I'm like Lauren help me no it's beautiful (laughs) but it also you know you're saying the word awakening when we do awakening a lot of people we don't really know what this means and it means that we're just stepping into our real truth and I thank God the universe you know whatever you want to call this higher source that you and I were very guided towards each other you had a huge awakening and went through a lot of grief and you needed a healer but you didn't know you needed a healer yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? Tell me and about then it. we've just had this beautiful organic unfolding how you've had to be in Los Angeles I've been in England and we've just developed it's it's destiny when things are that unconditional they really and we you know you, you surrender into it you develop really beautiful relationships oh a hundred percent so forget my spiritual awakening I'm here now to speak to you about your spiritual awakening and I know that you've been through so fucking much and I didn't even know half of the shit you'd gone through but that kind of explains why you are the way you are and how knowledgeable you are and how compassionate you are and how much of a light worker you are and so I want to speak to you today Lauren about things that you've endured and the pain that you've been through and how it's got you to this moment where you are now and how you're actually helping other people with what what's happened to you so where, oh, where did it all begin you. I mean I know it's, it's like this is like a long ass <laughs> no, timeline of course. tell yeah. me from the beginning remind, rewind your mind right back to the start <laughs> Tell me you know, all begun. It depends, you know, how, how deep do we want to go? But I think we, everyone in life, you reach a certain moment. And five years ago, I'd been, prior to that, I'd just been through an awful lot. Let's put it, I'd been through the ringer. You name yeah. it, I'd been through it. And I just came to a point on November the 22nd, five years ago, I dropped to my knees and I believed in a higher power. And I said, if there's a power up here, please help me. And it was wow. so bizarre. The next morning I woke up as the sun was rising at 5 a.m., which I never normally did. I'll be honest, I smoked cigarettes at the time. I quit smoking. I've never smoked a cigarette since. I took up yoga at 5 a.m. that morning and I started Googling enlightenment. And I haven't stopped since. I just, I, I believe in life. You go through an awful lot of suffering. Yeah. And when you transmute that suffering, you can turn it into passion. And um, that passion for me has turned into spirituality. But as far as what have I been through in life? I mean, honey. 
girls. I know I understand you've gone through so many various things, which is why I'm actually baffled how you're still here talking to me. So you've gone through bullying, eating disordered. You were jilted at the altar a day before your wedding. Yeah, like, yeah, that was like, a bit of a nightmare. So talk, talk me through that. Let's let's no, talk about that. Yeah, no. It's, 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 do you know what? I thank God in life you develop a sense of humour. But at the time, it you're was like very me though. You laugh at everything. <laughs> you have to in the end, babe. You know, Charlie Chaplin. He said this amazing quote, not word for word, but he said, "In the short term, life feels like a, a tragedy, but in the long term, it turns out to be a comedy." 100%. And about about 10 years ago, I was engaged to a Premier League footballer. You know, he's quite well known and you think you're living the dream. And, you know, whether at the time it was a very wag lifestyle, and we were in love and we had a huge wedding planned. And um, to be quite honest, he, um, the day before our wedding, he got back from his uh, stag party, his bachelorette party. Bachelorette, he's not, his bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously a subconscious Freudian slip. Um, he got back from his uh, bachelor party and um, just came in and said, I don't want to marry you. And I said, pardon? And we were getting married the next day. And this was on the Thursday. And he said, no, I'm just done. And I said, but we've got 160 people coming to our wedding tomorrow. And he said, I don't care. I don't want to marry you. And to be honest, that was about it. And I've never really had any answers. And my heart was absolutely broken. And I had to cancel the wedding the day before. And I just felt so much pain at the time. And just to be honest, but to this day, I thank God every day it happened, love, because I got on a plane and I flew to Los Angeles to just to get away. You know, when bad yep. things happen, sometimes it's good to make a I change. I did that a lot. You, I kept you flying have, away, yeah. Exactly. You change your environment. You don't want to sit in a cycle. You don't want to victimize yourself. You don't want a pity party. I had friends in Los Angeles, so I hopped on a plane and I got out there and that was 10 years ago and I've never come back. Bloody so, I, you know, I got jilted at the altar, but I also think, do you know what? Thank you. Thank you, so, thank you, thank you. Clearly he wasn't the guy for you. He did not deserve no. you. However, not having answers, how did that make you feel? It takes time to see closure. But, you know, sometimes at the end of relationships, people tend to show their true colours. And I'm, I'm not here to ever badmouth anyone. It's not good vibes. But I think true colours in the end shone through so clearly and so quickly. Yeah. You're able to make peace when you see the truth. When you see people's character for their pure essence and you kind of step back and you try and step away from our emotional attachment and you think, oh, Jesus, you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. That is very cathartic within itself. So maybe closure isn't always having that conversation of understanding why, because sometimes people, I don't even know if he knows why he did what he did. Yeah. He said he created so many lies about me that he couldn't untangle them. And I just remember thinking, you're bonkers. And <laughs> it just allowed me to become free. Because if you're not crazy, you can't understand it. And a lot of the time we spend time trying to understand why people make decisions. But yeah. a lot of the time our journey is just to surrender and accept that bad things have happened to us and just learn from the experience. So it is what it is. After that, I then went on to actually, I met my ex-husband. But it is what it ex-husband. is. Ex-husband. Yes. Okay. You know, and that's part of the journey. I went yep. to Los Angeles and um, very quickly, actually, and we can call it what it was. I met my ex-husband. He's a great man. He's a psychiatrist and... We got married and we unfortunately, and you would understand this, we had a very traumatic three-year marriage and had lost a couple of children. And actually, I was six months pregnant when um, I lost my son. Um, so as you can probably relate to, I yeah. think when you're, you know, I think when you're that far pregnant or when you, um, you know, the loss of a child, it's an awful lot. And I think when a relationship, when you're hit with a lot of trauma very quickly, sometimes it's too much to handle. So the relationship didn't work out, but it is what it is. And um, I'm here and... Today's a new day. Gosh, but just briefly going back to your baby passing away. Of course. Um, you mentioned you lost a few children. So yes. do you, did you suffer miscarriages? 
Yes. Well, I, I don't want to, it's so hard, you know, Marlene, and this is the question, especially living in America, and I hate this term, but I was told at six months that my child had basically stopped growing and was really kind of, had developed a, it was a disease called Cornelia de Lang, and yeah. um, basically had just stopped developing, and if the chances, if I had three choices, and it was either I could give birth, but I would have a stillbirth, yeah. I would, if the child survived, um, he would maybe live to a three or four years old, but have an IQ of a vegetable and just be in suffering. Wow. Or the child, you know, and I'm sorry, it sounds very tragic, but, you know, would pass in my wound. And at the time I was living in Los Angeles, which is, thank you, God, a very liberal state. So yeah. and I don't like the term abortion because it's, no. to me, that's not an abortion. To me, this was bringing a child into suffering. Yeah, and a million was, percent agree I was you. given, I as a woman, going through this, and it's like no one... Ho- bloody walks and hops and skips into a jump in, into a room where you're about to, you know, maybe make yeah. an abortion or a termination. Yeah. You make that decision with the heaviest, heaviest of heart because you know in your heart that you can't do your best yeah. or that you are bringing a child into the world that is suffering. So we just need to be grateful that we're given choices as yeah. women. Yes. And I, I, it's, we have to know it's us that make that choice. We have to put our head on the pillow every night and sleep peacefully. And bringing my son into the world with knowing what I knew, to me, that would have just been wrong. So I, I don't. It's yeah. So sure, we can call it an abortion, but I don't. I can't. I, my no, heart. I, I wouldn't. My call heart it an just doesn't even sit with that, you know. No. So it just was a really. It was a painful experience. But I prayed to God. Look, I just think it wasn't meant to be. We'll discuss this. So I, I actually, since losing my child, I went through my awakening happened quite quickly after that, and. Um, we're leading to the other while we're on it while we're on the book of uh, tales and uh, just to kind of lead one into the other I am um, after losing my child and the, my unfortunately my marriage broke down and obviously having come from being jilted I ended up having a huge awakening and I got a lot of repressed memories from my childhood come through and this yeah. is where the the really dark stuff happened <laughs> Gosh, you're laughing like me <laughs> but this is God. this is you know I don't you know where I'm about to go with this and I don't know this is we know this is a very sensitive subject and whether the you know you want to go ahead with this I'm happy to continue where my my awakening took me so after going through a lot of um literally should we put it life experiences as you all well know yeah um I had my mind cracked I think I, I had an awakening and when you awaken, your your mind steps into a higher frequency. And I started developing and downloading a lot of memories from my childhood. Yeah. And I had, and I'd always had one, one memory, but I thought I'd take this to the grave. And it was a memory of my father molesting me. I, I knew at nine that that was wrong, but I didn't have anyone to tell. Yeah. So I thought I'll take that with me to the grave. Now, what is so incredible about an awakening and about our minds? Because if I had had these memories of my father molesting me in my life, I probably would have killed myself, if I'm honest with you, Martin. Yeah, no, I fully hear you. I had been through so much pain and so much suffering that thankfully it had given me strength. And you know this, when you go through a lot, it empowers you. And we become stronger. We don't become angry. We become peaceful and we want to heal ourselves. And so this cracked me open. So I ended up having a lot of memories of, um, of my father molesting me. long story short in the past five years I told some friends and they didn't believe me 
some of the ones that I grew up with. My mother, unfortunately, to this day, doesn't believe me. And that has broken my heart because she's all I have really in the world. But I just have to make peace with it is what it is. And my father, just God bless him. You know, Marlon, what's important is the feminine energy is so powerful. And when we go through something, can you know this? We're not here to victimize ourselves or live in shame because shame blames and I have no shame. We're here to forgive. And when you, two years ago, I went back to England and I saw my father. And whether you, whether you say this to the person, whether you say it in your heart, you say it to God, you say it to the universe, you say, I forgive you. I forgive you for what you put me through. Mm. That creates a type of alchemy. And that alchemy transmutes your energy into a very peaceful state. So That's I what just, I had to do with my ex. I had to figure Exactly. You have to. That's when we go through so much, it doesn't make sense because you think, hold on, I go through so much in life. I think I look back and I think, God, are you having a joke with me? I think my life's like a fable. But when you go through so much, you realize the power it gives you because experience is our greatest teacher. And you go through so much experience and you heal yourself, you realize that we are all healers and we are here to look the people that have abused us in their eye and we say, I'm sorry for the pain that you're going through but thank you for healing me. In the strangest way, you healed me and you've given me so much power. But Lauren, I want to ask you, because there are going to be so many survivors listening to this and relaying what you're saying, and they haven't yet had the courage to speak up in fear that they won't be believed. What can you say to these listening? Uh, Do you know what? That's such a good question, sweetheart, because it's all about, will I be believed? And And that's why they're in fear of not speaking up because they're going to be like, no one's going to believe me. It sounds crazy Uh, or they're all going to be against me. And that Absolute. is how, that's how sad that is. It's horrible to know that you have gone through something because no one, just how we said, no one really hops, skips and jumps into having a termination. No woman, man or whatever the situation, child really wants to say, just to let you know, I've been raped, I've been abused, I've been molested. You, for someone to come and say that. So everyone accused me of being crazy. My mother, my father, wow. some close friends said, you're mentally ill. That's what you they all say, isn't it? But do you know what? I thought... If I'm mentally ill, why aren't any of you helping me? If I genuinely lost my mind, why aren't you helping me? But I tell you, it definitely tests your mental strength because I would lie awake at night and I would have to ask myself, am I crazy? And I'd go, no, do you know what? I get up, I do yoga, I've been a vegan my whole life. I pray, I'm happy, I meditate, I found my calling. I can't be mad. Yeah. And so to answer your question, you have to believe in yourself. The only thing that will get you through this is you have to trust your own truth. If you trust your own truth, the universe will support you. But Lauren, what about those that think that it happened to them when they were a kid, but their memories are so disfigured and faded that they don't actually know whether it was real or not? Because I know that can happen a lot too. Oh my God, absolutely. So that again, really important, your point on this. So the universe always wants us. The universe is pure truth. Okay, we come from something that is truth. And the more truth we see, the clearer we see and the more enlightened that we become. The universe will unfold your memories for you as you can handle them. Yeah. As long as you meditate your mind and you you start, as long as you get out of your head, right? Yeah. As long as we all get out of our head, if we have a vision, we go, okay, I've had, I had a vision. I don't want to run away with it. I wanted to, I wanted to ground myself and say, is this true? And then life eventually, it's like Lewis Carroll from Alice in Wonderland. It's like a, it's like a jigsaw puzzle and you have to put all the pieces together. You have to take time out of life. You have to get off social media. You have to get off going out. You have to detach and you have to say, does this make sense? And you have to contemplate and you have to, it's like going through a web and it's definitely, it's definitely a rabbit hole. You can go down a rabbit hole, but you have to go, okay, I know enough. 
I know enough and I've put the pieces of my puzzle together and then it comes together. You'd have to trust the process. A million percent. But with what happened to you growing up, has it affected you and your relationships with other people and men? Good Lord. Because I understand (gasps) and we, we all know that childhood trauma, it definitely impacts us when we're an adult. But how has it how has it affected and made you? How is it how is, what has it done to you? That's again, just you're so right, Marlene. You know, everything that happens to us in our childhood, if we're not really learning from the time, we tend to suppress it and it comes out in our actions and you know, our emotions. And I have no shame in what happened, but I cannot tell you enough how cathartic this journey was. Look, I'll keep it real. I've definitely made a few um questionable decisions sexually in my life. Yeah. I definitely lived through a period in my in my in my in my twenties where I was I was I was promiscuous. And I really beat myself up for it. I I couldn't understand why I was this way. And now I know. I was so confused of what a healthy sexual energy was. And now I've taken time out. So what it does, I mean, you literally look back at your life and you think, oh, Jesus, can I like men in black my, like, can my past life not exist? You know, that's why we rebirth ourselves because you think, oh God, can the world just swallow me up? I definitely look at my 20s and I'd love just to erase it to be honest. Yeah, that's, you know what I do too. (laughs) You know, you think, oh, good Lord, one too many wines, one too many wrong decisions, but it is what it is. You know, I'm not a bad person. You're not a bad person. We've never done anything to hurt people. We've probably done a few things that we probably want to swat you know put a duvet over our head for ourselves today but what this journey does it allows us to understand who we are it allows us to go oh Jesus that's why I made decisions because I was triggered this way once we step out of when we don't victimize ourselves and we think God actually the universe is helping us it's helping us when you know yourself that's the most powerful powerful um, being that you can become you have to understand your journey and just don't give yourself a hard time you know you know this darling and I love you but you are one of the strongest most wokest most intelligent <laughs> people I've known but because you're so high vibing babe you, you you beat yourself up I know this you know yeah. you have such high standards you you, you beat yourself up but in, in a good way because you're constantly striving always for the striving best. to be um, oh my god I'm telling you you're hustler babe I'm telling you hustling I'm like one day I'm like oh this is one's gonna take over the world you hustle and I love <laughs> love your hustle but we also just have to just it is what it is you know we got it's all a journey it's all a process exactly honey and the more we lean into it and we're kind to us speak kindly to ourselves be compassionate and the universe i thank god every day that i have friends my friends and my family marlon i thank the universe every day we speak and whenever we have our session whether you get something i always get something from it you know and when you grow you end up your vibration as i said this is alchemy right we're we're like snakes we're rebirthing ourselves so you step into a higher frequency and you know this you start attracting in different people yeah. you attract a more woke crowd people that are on that vibe of being positive just wanting to be the best version of themselves definitely but you have to get out the other side yeah, a million percent selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. 
Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One thing that I do want to um, ask you is, because I relate to this a little bit, not having a father figure that should be a father, you know, in your life. Growing up without a dad myself, it definitely, definitely impacted my relationships with men and how I should be treated and how I didn't quite know what love was and how to be treated. Do you feel like that happened to you? Without a doubt, but subconsciously, sweetheart. Yeah. A lot of the time what we do, we do this subconsciously and then we become into full awareness of our action. I was always seeking love. Yeah. Because Same. the love that <laughs> I received was such an unhealthy love, but we're children, we're naive, we're innocent. We don't know that that's not the right type of love. So of course, I was going to every relationship seeking such unhealthy relationships until I was like, oh, I've got to change my ways. Of course you do, but that's part of our journey. Because remember, every person that comes into our life is to teach us. Yep. So you have an unhealthy relationship and you think, ah, oh, I've attracted that unhealthy relationship, maybe because of X, Y, and Z, but I'm going to learn from it. Yeah. We're always evolving. So yeah, people come into your life who aren't good vibes, but you're always going to evolve each time you I always wanted to know why I was with my ex for so long and why I took the, the abuse from him. And it's only now that I've forgiven him and have understood why... I was there for so long is it's because I didn't know at the time and I had to go through it and Absolutely. be treated like that in order to know what I should deserve to be treated like. Absolutely. And in the strangest way, if you can, and you, and again, I love about you because you, you can handle the truth and I, I love you. Like you, you can admit when you fucked up or if you made yeah. a mistake and we can become accountable. We attract people into our lives because it's also the energy that we're vibrating at. Yep. And my darling, you had just gone through hell and back. No, <laughs> you had just, you know what I mean, babe? You had been in a really, uh, you'd just gone through a lot of tragedy. And when we're sitting in that, if I'm honest, you know, a lower vibe of energy, we're attracting people that are matching us. So, so why did it take like, me so long to shift the fucker? Because we almost become addicted to it. Sometimes that negative energy can become a little bit addictive. It can become because it's like we, it's almost like sometimes when we've received abuse, it's like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. It's oh my like God, with yeah. my father in a very strange way. Maybe subconsciously I'd become weird. For those that, sorry, for those that don't know, can you explain what Stockholm syndrome is? Well, yeah, very, do you know what? Please, I, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist, but Stockholm syndrome is basically where you start developing a, a compassion and empathy for your abuser. And it's subconscious. It's, it came from, I think it was um, in Stockholm, Sweden, where um, a guy, he held people hostage. And eventually the hostages ended up developing a relationship with the, we, with him. And so what it is, it's like we end up, because we're so manipulated subconsciously, remember this is all about manipulation. Yeah. We almost become like enslaved to the manipulation. So remember you're rewiring yourself. So maybe you'd had abusive relationships in the past and you kind of, you end up going to different ones and then we have to rewire our journey and think oh it's because that's what I was used to yeah. it's because I didn't know I I didn't deserve any more and then you and then you wake up but so Lauren how, how do we get out of that mindset and how do we start to heal ourselves? what did you do to get yourself 
into the better version of you, apart from waking up and just realizing the truth. Tell me things that helped you along the way. Honestly, babe, you think I'm absolutely bonkers, but um, I I love it. I'd invested in a little bit of property and real estate, and I I didn't want to go and buy things and you know get myself a Chanel handbag and all that. I I wanted to travel. Exactly. So I, 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 I saw, I saw it. We're not about materials. No. You know, it's about experience. hundred percent. So I, I sold my property. I gave everything. I, do you know what? I packed up my entire wardrobe and I had a lovely wardrobe and we have a place in Los Angeles called Skid Row and it's uh, where a lot of homeless people are. So I filled my car up and I took everything to Skid Row and I dropped it all out of the car. Right. And I, I gave my car to a friend and I got rid of my phone and I got rid of my laptop and I basically went traveling for a few years and I sat by myself. And I went to Thailand and I went to Iceland. I went to Australia. I traveled the world. On your own. And I, by myself. Wow, and I that takes balls, I didn't, girl. I, did, I didn't have a phone for two years. I dropped it. You're I, lying. I sent, so you no, <laughs> I sent my friends an email. I was having these memories and it was just too much to handle. But I knew, I knew, I tried to commit suicide about, about six years ago. Nothing, and, and I'd taken an overdose and a lot of medication and I woke up the next morning and if I'm honest, I laughed because I thought, well, that's not an option. Oh, and I realized- You sound so much yeah, like me. <laughs> because what doesn't kill you makes yeah. you stronger, but I had to detach. It was too much. There was no way I could go to a nine to five job, go have happy hour with my friends, no. remembering my life, no. remembering what I was going through. So yeah, I, I went to Thailand and I sat with shamans, yoga teachers, astrologers, because wow. at the same time, what was beautiful- I was having all these memories, but my good Lord, I tapped into my passion. I discovered my calling. Yeah. And I've spent the past five years, as I said, I traveled the world. I didn't have a phone. I only joined Instagram two weeks ago. You know that. <laughs> you know, I built, well, I have a business and I've been working for a couple of years now as a healer, but I studied healing, astrology, plant-based foods, numerology. I think I read a thousand books in three years. Fucking hell. I, I didn't, well, that's what happens when See, you don't really by talk the way, guys, anyone. by the way, guys, for those that love following me, my knowledge comes from Lauren. So <laughs> have Not the true. OG here <laughs> <speaking>. <laughs> no babe you are you are as woke as they come you know you be you you are so woke but I think you know knowledge knowledge is is it's like when we the enlightenment is also like a download of knowledge it's like a tap dripping that just doesn't want to stop yeah and you've got to balance it and the more knowledge we have yeah it's very powerful but knowledge is not powerful unless you utilize it so I've spent the past five years just really studying educating and just making myself honestly babe happy happiness and just having forgiveness in my heart and now I feel incredible as I said for the past couple of years I have incredible clients and just we work with people just to find them a very peaceful peaceful place and I've just I think that's so it's been an interesting journey but it's gone full circle and I found my calling and I love this because you are a light worker and everyone that I've been speaking to so are you (laughs) oh bless you but I want to know what is your battle cry what is your mantra to get you through the darkest days babe never give up I love it never ever ever quit you put your music on you put eye of the tiger on and you keep going you go for a run you hustle you channel yourself never ever ever quit and don't and any in life when we go it doesn't make sense we go through pain we go through suffering we think oh my god why do I have to go through all this to find God yeah because you tap into passion and that rage you transmute into passion and that spurs you on and I just cannot stress to anyone no matter what you're going through if any any of the listeners listening to this anyone who wants any help you know you have my website conscious life coaches my instagram yep. people like you we Can are you tell us your we instagram, are the ones Lauren? 
Of course, yes. Yeah. So my Instagram is Conscious Life Coaches, and I have a platform. And on on the website, we also have many different types of healers. We have sound bowl healers. We have Reiki's. I have dream interpreters. I have um, an amazing shaman. And now have an incredible group of people. We've done the journey, and you yes. know sometimes you've got to have people. That, oh, you think, you need to, why yeah. am I being tested like you? We've been tested, but we've done the work, and now we're here to help. My journey is not to victimize myself; it is to inspire. And all I want to do is help people on their pain and their suffering in their journey that they've been through whatever it is you, you know I said the list this. is endless you give me goosebumps and you know that hey, I you do. know this babe <laughs> we, we, what, what doesn't kill you babe we're here, is here to inspire others you, honestly you're an inspiration see I, I love this podcast because I have the most fucking amazing people come on and when I hear you Lauren and I hear you speak after what you've gone through it just reminds me about the strength that we all fucking have inside us and to just never stop and never as you said your mantra never give up and I think that with the world we're living in right now it's so easy to do so and we can fall back easy because it's just people want to give up because it's the easy option it's the easy way out but it's not about that you just hit the nail on the head you said the power we have inside of us as humans, we have an unlimited capacity. We have the potential to be limitless. We have the potential to be telepathic, psychic, superhuman, but we have to tap into that. Yeah. And that's going really deeply inside your heart. Can I tell you a very, very, very quick story? Go for it's two it. minutes. Go. And it's just to kind of maybe give people an insight to what the journey is about. So I'm going to talk... Do you remember, if you believe in it, there's this, there was this place hundreds of thousands of years ago called Atlantis. Now, the people on yep. Atlantis, they were very enlightened. They, you know, they were, they were over six foot tall. They lived till they were 150 years old. They were telepathic. They were psychic. They were healers. But this power that they had, like you said, the power, they, God one day was talking to his disciples. Now, when I talk about this story, I talk about God in the sense of, I'm going to say he, but I mean, he, she, the universe, Allah, the divine, whatever you want to relate to. Yeah. God said to his disciples in Atlantis, look, I've given you this great power, but I feel like you're taking advantage of it. So I'm going to take this power and I'm going to hide it. And one of his disciples said, you know what, God, that's a good idea. We are taking advantage of it. Why don't you take this power and hide it on the, on the highest mountain? And God said, no, because one day someone's going to climb that mountain and they're going to find it. And then another disciple said, I know, God, this power that you've given us, why, I'm going to take it and why don't you bury it in the deepest part of the ocean? And God said, no, do you know one day someone's going to dive to the deepest part of the ocean and they'll find this power? And God said, do you know where I'm going to take this power? I'm going to take it and I'm going to put it inside your hearts because no one will ever think to look that deeply inside themselves to find me. And that is where we find God. You have to go so deep inside I want to clap yourself. Right now. <laughs> that's just like hit the nail on the head. That is where you find God. You go through so much, you end up having a conversation with God and then God never leaves your side. And then that faith is what carries you through life, babe. Oh my God. You've just you've just finished it there. You've just done it. Oh my goodness, Lauren. And that is so true. And we all talk about our minds and our hearts and listen to your heart, but our mind and our hearts are connected. And it's actually our heart that we have to listen to before our mind. You know? Absolutely. You know, our heart has a limit. Our minds are, they are incredible. But remember, your heart can read an intention. Your heart is the purest form of intelligence there is on the planet because it vibrates at God consciousness. If you listen to your heart, you will always see the truth. Bloody amazing. You are. 
I'm smiling with a massive you. grin on uh, my face. I just love it. I just love it. You know this, babe. We could talk I about know. hours. You know? I was we about just, to ask you another question. I was like, no, no, Marlon, stop that. <laughs> no, 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 I just, I, I love you. I just, as I said, you are just, I, one thing about you, sweetheart, you might say about me, but you have been through so much. You are so inspiring. You have a light in your life and you have gone through and you never quit. You keep going. And I just... I am so proud to work with you and just to have watched you evolve over the past couple of years. And just, yeah, thank, thank you, sweetheart. You, you are a light worker Bless and you, you have so much light to shed on this world, darling. Thank you so much for coming on today. I can't wait for people to hear this. You're oh, you're very welcome, sweetheart. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of Battles. If you've been affected by anything you have heard in the show, you can find links to support services in the description. Please subscribe to the show and leave us a review too. It makes all the difference. Battles is a Studio 71 production and is hosted by me, Marlon Anderson. I'll see you next time. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.